Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Black Jackson Estate Podcast presents the 12 Days of Christmas. I'm user one. I'm joined on this episode by user 1.5 and user three. We are so excited to be back for our annual holiday giving. This is our gratitude to everyone who's listening to this podcast, supporting this podcast with your uh donations with your verbal support with your messages your dms your comments everything thank you so much for supporting yet again in another calendar year the black jackson estate podcast we're so excited to end this year on such a high and merry note celebrating the legacy of michael jackson with 12 individually wrapped gifts the Black Jackson State Podcast presents the 12 Days of Christmas. And you guys know on the first day of Christmas, we have to sing all the way up to 12. So won't you join me? If you've been listening, you know this song. On the first day of Christmas, BJE gave to me my cool in a giving tree. I would just like to say you never finished this song up to 12 so I can't wait to see what's going to happen when we get to 7, 8, 9, 10 because I don't think you got we got, I think we got like 5 or 6 well gonna keep the Jackson going. 5 is 5 I think the Jack that like at 5 Jackson singing I think yeah it was 5 but anyway you just gotta stick around for the 12 days if you wanna hear all of it but again like I said thank you guys so much for joining us hopefully you're in the holiday season you're hopefully you've got all your if you celebrate you've gotten all your gift buying out of the way that you are resting now and preparing for that holiday feast and time with family and friends um, and people that you care about that's what I hope. User 1.5. How are you doing? How are you feeling about the holiday season? You're a mean one. <laughs> Mr. Grinch. Y'all know I'm the Grinch over here. I hate the 12 days. <laughs> you love the 12. It's Everybody so, loves the 12 days. It's wonderful. Guys, guys, we love you. It's so much work. Oh, You're going to be positive or negative? I think you should be positive. I love to tour. That's right. <laughs> you love the 12 days you love the 12 days it's a lot she's the resident grinch we'll cue some grinch music for her because every year she shows up in a green suit looking like the grinch yeah. user 3.5 it's the holiday season again how are you feeling about the holidays feeling nice feeling, feeling nice, nice yeah. so does that mean that everyone's getting like a real gift from a store from you this year um wow i don't know possibly that's a no Sounds like a no. It, it, it took him too long. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a no. You should know what, by now. What are some things that you're looking... What What are you looking forward the most to this holiday season? Is it the food? Is it the gifts? Is it seeing your family? Um, what, what What are you looking forward to the most? Food and family. Food and family. Good answer. Good answer. He, he skipped the one that we know he's most looking forward to, which is a PS something. I don't know. Some, some sort of toy, some sort of device. PS5, but anyway, good yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Good mm-hmm. answer. If you're just now joining the Black Jackson Estate podcast, listening to this podcast, hey, thank you for finding us and tuning in. But this isn't our first 12 days of Christmas. So we want you to go back. If you really enjoy this one, which we think you will, go back and enjoy our prior year's 12 days. The year 2022, day one, was Michael Jackson covers. We talked all about 
songs that uh, were covered by Michael Jackson or that Michael Jackson covered. And 2021, day one was what would the Black Jackson estate do if we were the Michael Jackson estate? That was a question submitted by a faithful fan and family member of the Black Jackson estate podcast. Talk about what we would do if we were the Michael Jackson estate. And if I remember correctly, we said the first order of business would be to get rid of John Branca. And two years later, I think that's still the first order of business. Wouldn't you agree? User 1.5. Who, Vlad? Getting rid of him. Yeah. No, we've been saying that. We've, we're, we're never, we're not fans. He's not aged well. He's aging like milk on us. <laughs> it's not going, it's not going well. But anyway, we're going to keep this positive because it's all about right. celebrating joy, happiness, togetherness, family. Peace on earth. Peace and on earth. Towards toward all men, Everyone. that little baby Jesus. So here we go. Day one of the 12 days of Christmas. I'm going to give it over to user 1.5 to tell you guys all about what we're talking about today and to get this thing rocking and rolling. Hi, you guys. So we are on our first day of Christmas and we decided to come out the gate strong again this year. We are talking about Michael Jackson's very first Christmas, a.k.a. Michael's first Noel users. Let's talk about your most memorable Christmas. What's the most memorable Christmas that you guys have had up to this point? User 3.5, let's start with you. What's my most my most memorable Christmas? I'd have to say whatever year I got my PS4 in. Okay. Okay. That thing has been my baby for three years now. Yeah. Okay. User 1. What is your most memorable Christmas? The fact that this child said when he, but you know I was what? trying that's to okay. skip over. I was trying to let it just <laughs> ride. It, that's okay. I remember when I was a child, I got my very first keyboard. Mm-hmm. Very memorable. I also remember getting a Steve Urkel doll one year. Mm-hmm. That was the cherry on my cake. Yeah. For Christmas, personally. Yeah. Such a big fan. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. the doll. Still have the doll. He doesn't have a leg. He's missing a <laughs> foot. Do you have the glasses? They're somewhere. <laughs> that's, that's a no. But I was so over the moon. These were the things we cared about as children. You know, Steve Urkel dolls, music instruments, things to make noise. And and I appreciate my mom indulging that. What about yeah. you using 1.5? Uh, oh my gosh. I guess I, it, it's a tie between the two, between two. Uh, my first, I, when I was a child, I really wanted this pink tea set cause I was super girly and I didn't think I was going to get it. Cause my mama told me I wasn't going to get it. And Christmas day I woke up and I had my little pink tea set with my little teacups and saucers and little fake uh, foods and stuff and I was just so excited to make tea. She stayed talking about you ain't getting it and then she was sure with it. She that's, is that. that's what everybody does. Just lie. Our mama was definitely that meme where she's standing there with her lips pursed with the teacup because she knows she done <laughs> bought you everything that you said you wanted. And it's and, and it's funny because when we were kids, remember you had to go through the Sears and the JCPenney yeah. catalog. You, you had circle to, what you, you wanted. Would, you would go through and that catalog would come out. Beside it. Right. The catalog would come out like mid-November, early November. And it would come in the mail. And when that catalog came, 
you would go through the catalog, go through the toy section and see what you wanted. And you would, you know, you would circle it, you would mark it, right? Give it to your parent, mm-hmm. let them know what you want. And then you see what happens, see what come of it, you know, see if you've been good or bad. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, that was, that was good times, good times, but uh, yeah. So that Christmas, and then I guess my second most memorable would be the last Christmas that I spent with my grandmother because her birthday was Christmas day. And I just remember, I just remember being so happy that she was, that she was here and that we got to, to celebrate with her again. And she got gifts and opened them. And I sat right on the floor by her feet as I always did uh, when she was opening her gifts. So yeah, I remember that one too. Yeah. And extra special because Christmas was our grandmother's birthday. So she was celebrating her birthday and celebrating the birth of Christ. Um, A really big day. I think what we're saying here is that if you celebrate Christmas, it's such a big and memorable point in your life. And so for Michael Jackson to celebrate Christmas, that was really big. Um, because he did not celebrate Christmas. He did not celebrate Christmas. So like I said at the top, we are talking about Michael Jackson's very first Christmas. His first Christmas was December 25th, 1993. And it was arranged by his dear, 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 dear friend, the dame, Elizabeth Taylor. Michael Jackson didn't celebrate Christmas. User 3.5, do you know why he didn't grow up celebrating Christmas? Um, Wasn't he a Jehovah's Witness? Absolutely. He was raised a Jehovah's Witness. And does anybody here want to take a crack at what it means to be a Jehovah's Witness? Because I feel like the Jehovah's Witness, the people in that faith, tend to get uh, a bad rap sometimes. And a lot of times people don't understand other religions or other religious sects of particular, you know, of, of broader religions. Right. So does anybody know what a Jehovah's witness is, what they believe? Well, let me say this growing up, the only context I had, of I didn't know any Jehovah's witnesses. I only came to know very few, even in, in my adult life, but what I associated them with was the door to door sales pitch. Mm-hmm. Or call witnessing uh, witness. That's what they did. It's still they weren't sales selling. Pitch. They were selling. They selling weren't selling Jesus. you anything. They were selling Jesus. They were witnessing. So we're saying they weren't selling Jesus. They were telling you the right of the way. good news, but they were selling Jesus. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well. Okay. Anyway, that's what I most associated them with as a child, um, because they were very faithful in that knocking. Absolutely. They would knock. Absolutely. And they were always pleasant. And they were always um, very, you know, respectful. You couldn't even be mean to them because they were selling Jesus. Well, they always this is a part of their their thing. Right. So I do know a couple of people who are Jehovah's Witnesses. I also know a couple of people who are excommunicated from uh, the the Jehovah's Witness faith uh, from being witnesses. So I've gotten probably both sides. But. For anybody who is not familiar with Jehovah's Witnesses, they are a millennial restorationist, non-Trinitarian Christian organization, and they believe in God, who they refer to as Jehovah. And they also believe in the Bible. They believe that the Bible is his inspired message. They believe that Jesus is the son of God and the savior of the world, but he is not a part of the Trinity. Did you guys know that? 
So the Trinity is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Uh, most mainstream Christian religions believe in the Trinity. The Jehovah's Witnesses do not. And they do believe that Jesus was fully human and he was a perfect man. And God provided him as a, quote, ransom sacrifice as a gift to humankind. So basically the same thing that other mainstream Christian organizations believe that Jesus's death paid ransom for human sin. Okay. So they don't celebrate Christmas. These are the four reasons that they give for not celebrating Christmas. First, they say that Jesus commanded that we commemorate his death, not his birth. Right. They also said that Jesus's apostles and early disciples did not celebrate Christmas. They also say that there is no proof, which is true, that Jesus's birthday was December 25th. And they believe that Christmas is not approved by God because it's rooted in pagan customs, rites and rituals, which is the reason as well that they don't celebrate birthdays. So the best example I can give you for this is um, has anybody ever heard of like wedding rites and rituals that originated in like medieval times? No. Okay. So like, let's say like traditionally in a wedding, you have bridesmaids. The origin of bridesmaids is that they thought evil spirits were going to come and take the bride because she was happy on that day. So you have the bridesmaids to confuse the evil spirits so that they don't know which one is the bride. Is this some European stuff? This. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. We love the Europeans. We love you guys. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to understand what it's rooted in. Well, the, these are like European are, customs right. and, so, and thoughts and, it, so, and ideas. Yes. So okay. again, this is pagan rituals. They believe uh, that, you know, Christmas is rooted in that. So that's why they don't celebrate. But after Michael was excommunicated from the church, which was after Trilla, he was free to do what he wanted. And so December 25th, 1993, Michael Jackson had his first Christmas at his Neverland home, hosted again by Elizabeth Taylor. She had the house decorated, a huge Christmas tree, presents for Michael to open. Listen, guys, we watched the video. This is something that Michael shared with us for the first time in his home movies from 2003. And if you haven't seen the home movies, please go and watch it we're gonna link this particular segment but of course if you've not seen the whole thing which most people probably have but if you haven't you gotta watch it he gives us a sneak peek into his life i thought this was an especially good this is probably one of the best part of the home movies don't you think um i i didn't like anything in the home movies but what? uh girl that was such it was such a propaganda piece as a backlash to the, or as a response to all the backlash from martin Bashir's foolishness but uh, it wasn't necessary but listen uh it was cute it was special let's talk about it guys what did you guys think about michael jackson's first christmas and how elizabeth taylor set it all up for him may we all have a friend like mm. elizabeth taylor like the dame was to michael jackson because yeah when you got money you know you can do a lot of things but there's a difference between money and effort and she orchestrated this entire thing because she said i knew that michael had stopped being a jehovah's witness and i didn't think there was anything else that was a more authentic demonstration of love and joy than Christmas. And I can't see Michael without Christmas and Christmas without Michael. And I wanted to do this for him. And it took me years of talking him into doing this. That's a real friend. That is a real friend. Absolutely. For somebody who was as childlike as Michael Jackson, how do you think this made him feel? Not celebrating Christmas? 
Yeah. Well, no. Finally getting to finally celebrate getting, Christmas. Well, he told us how he felt. He said he felt conflicted and he cried. Um, at this, <laughs> <laughs> he said he went in the bathroom and he cried because he was taught to not celebrate and that it right. was a bad thing. Right. When you've been taught that something is bad, mm-hmm. when you finally maybe break out of it, you can see how that's it's conflicting difficult, yeah. and it's difficult. Um, I, I think something from a lot of black people that grow up Christian and don't celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. This is a conflicting sort of space. If you then decide to one day celebrate yeah. or, or or acknowledge and dress up because you grew up, that's how we grew up. Like you don't do this, right? Yeah, hallelujah. And night. it's <laughs> the harvest. And fest. you need to cl- cl- lock your doors and close your windows. The demons Because out. the demons, the is, demons out, is running rampant. So if you get to a place, <laughs> so if you go to a space where you're not doing that or yeah. you're not, not that you're disregarding it, but you're like, I don't really, I don't really go. I ain't seen no that. demons out there. <laughs> Well, these days the demons all around all the time. So shoot, the demons in your house, you might everywhere. as well go on and do what but you want. I can get how that's very conflicting and difficult. Mm-hmm. And and also he was celebrating this not with his blood family or anyone related to him. He was celebrating this with someone who he really came to know and love as family and to be family to him. I could see how it was very conflicting, especially if maybe his mom found out about what he was doing. I guess she found out in 2003 with that home video. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 2003 with home. Yeah. yeah, not in 1993. She probably no, not 93. Yeah. Uh-uh. I could see how it was difficult. What you think used to 3.5? When I saw it first, um, when he was opening up all them super soakers, I called him like a big popular kid because the way he was opening up all the presents and the expression and the joy on his face, it kind of just reminds me of seeing a kid open presents. But yeah, like I was saying, he's he reminds me of a big, just a big popular kid. Yeah. That just, it was just very, well, I'm going to say it was very overwhelming for him because like um, you said, it's like, it was taught not to do this. And so when he finally did it, it was like a mix of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. That's difficult when you break out of something you were raised in as a child and you grew up in and and especially Jehovah's Witnesses, they're very isolationist in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to really break out, even though he was like, we, we know that Michael talked about still going door to door, even after they made it. And he was yeah. a superstar. Him and Latoya. He was still going, yeah. doing the door to door sales pitch. So, you know, it's witnessing. Difficult. They were witnessing. They were witnessing. Huh? <laughs> huh? They weren't selling anything. They were witnessing. They were telling the good news. <laughs> And my they were telling the good news in a given dream. They were telling the good news. Yeah, anyway, I get, I get it. So, but like like user three point five said, Michael did say that he he went in the bathroom and cried a little bit later on. But but let me ask you guys this: Do you think that those tears were all kind of guilt, or do you think that they were a mixture of maybe a little bit of guilt and also a little bit of relief that it was over and maybe even a little bit of happiness that he finally did it? Because Elizabeth Taylor said it took him, it took her five years to convince him to let her do this. Yeah. I mean, I think the tears were a mixture of things. Of course, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, conviction. That mm-hmm. he felt potentially having grown up so much of his life as a devout Jehovah's Witness mm-hmm. and knowing that this is what his mother imparted in him. And he's he loves his mother so much and he respects her so much. And then to see, you know, to, to re- recognize that you enjoyed it and the conflict that you maybe get from that. But yeah, also I have a question. My hand is up. <laughs> uh huh. Listen, I'm not I am not a religious scholar. 
And I in no, no way, one would accuse you of that. I in no ways am be am trying to be disrespectful to anybody's religious beliefs. But I do know for a fact that Jehovah's Witnesses don't really believe in secular music. So he had been doing that all his life. That was okay. Well, the Jacksons had recorded a Christmas album, of course, for Motown. Um, so I guess I'm just having a hard time understanding. Well, no, you're not. You have difference. to take <laughs> you have to take your real self and separate it from your work self. And y'all know what this is. I ain't gonna let y'all act like y'all don't know what your real self is versus your work self. You go to work and you <laughs> you do that all day, and then you go home and you take your wig off. That's a whole different person. Okay, Carly. Just like listen, it's just. <laughs> So I will say, I think I do think to go back to your original question, I'm sure he was the tears were a, a mixture of things. But I do think if there's one thing that became central to this moment and that we ended up being it being shared with us is that Christmas really is about love and friendship and mm-hmm. family and in that moment Elizabeth Taylor demonstrated all those things to mm-hmm. Michael Jackson in a way that it doesn't feel like he got a lot in his life and so the joy in that moment even if there were conflicting emotions the joy still rung through listening to like user 3.5 said when he was opening those super soakers michael jackson don't need nobody to buy him water guns look how happy he was to yeah. open up them water little them little super soakers that cost 39.99 you know like he was so happy he was so excited yeah and you know to open up something with a sweater and he put the sweater on you know and then open up and what we all used to do you put it on right there yeah you'd be like let me go ahead and try this on now. So the person who bought it for you could see you in it. Because yes. I might not wear it no more. No. Back in the day when they bought you what you wanted, you put it on. If you bought me what I wanted. And because so, you so were so excited to finally have it. He yeah. really, I think in this moment really demonstrates that Christmas really isn't about all the things. It's about the people that you surround yourself right. with and how they make you feel. And how many times can we say we saw in Michael Jackson's life where he was here where we saw joy? True yeah. joy. And it wasn't on the stage. Mm-hmm. And it was not on this. This was a moment of true joy. What were you going to say, user 3.5? Um, I was going to say, like uh, user 1 said, it was about joy and surrounding yourself with good people. Because even if it was just, because it was mostly just him, um, Elizabeth, and the production crew, obviously. You refer but to her as the dame. <laughs> the dame. Or, or dame Elizabeth Taylor. Okay, you have not earned calling her Elizabeth. Go ahead. Well, it was Michael, the Dane, and the production Dame. crew. Dame. Dame. A great, a great Dane is a dog. Miss Taylor. Miss <laughs> Taylor. There you Ms. go. Miss Taylor. Taylor. That's that's more appropriate. They were, it was just a very happy moment for them together. Yeah. It reminded me of a mother and a son opening yeah. gifts. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Let's 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 jump into their relationship for just 30 seconds each. Okay. Let's talk about how. Elizabeth Taylor for Michael was someone who didn't need anything from him, didn't want anything from him other than his love, affection and friendship. And I think for Michael, that's why he was so attracted to her because she didn't she wasn't looking for anything from him in a way that a lot of people in his life were probably looking for something from him. Michael, can you do this show with us? Michael, can you give me money? Michael, can you da, 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 da. She really was genuinely there for him. 
And he even he says in the uh, home videos leading up to talking about his first Christmas, he says, uh, I've met a lot of people in my life and very few are real, real, real friends. I can probably count them on one hand. Probably. Hell, Michael, we can't. I can count mine on one hand. And Elizabeth is one of the most loyal, loving, caring people that I know. She decided to transform Neverland into this first Christmas because I don't celebrate Christmas. Well, I just want to pause here. Of course, you don't. You your hand count is going to be low because Michael knew hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> you you don't know that many people. I know a lot. So of it's people. more impactful. You don't know who I know. First of all, and what I you're not going to do is come up on this Christmas well, podcast <laughs> and be disrespectful. I just want you don't know who I know. I just want to. <laughs> and I'm waiting for an apology at this point because you have been now you've been rude you disrespect you're mean you're devilish and i don't understand what have i done to you i think i'm here i'm I'm here i think the point he's trying to illustrate is that he knows so many people that to say, I ain't even listening to, to you say, at this point say, i have turned off all to of say, to say someone who has met probably millions of people in his life at this point can say i've like only got me. a Right. A couple of few friends. I mean, it's, but we get it right. Even from a much smaller scale as a regular people, as a regular, as a regular, you can say that you, you, you meet, you've met a lot of people. You've come into contact with a lot of people, but how many are true friends that stand the test of time and all different versions of you? And Elizabeth Taylor was that for Michael Jackson. She, whenever they met when he was in his early twenties to the day he died, to the day he died, Mm -hmm. to the day she died, to the day you're right. To the day she died. She was a loyal friend. She loved him so much Mm -hmm. through the worst of times in his life and the best of times in his life. She was right there. And that is the spirit. She was his emergency contact person. Oh, yeah. And the phone. She had to be. Ice. She was in case of emergency. Yeah. She was that person. Yeah. Y'all remember when phones used to have a little ice at the top? That's who you need. <laughs> yeah. It was a little frost. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think that what they had was so beautiful. They had so much that they shared that was in common that bound them. But it wasn't just what they shared in common. They just liked each other. Ultimately. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just truly liked it. Like, she really did demonstrate the spirit of Christmas, which is that of love. And togetherness and friendship. It doesn't mean it's all perfect and always great, but it's always true. Right. And she gave that to Michael. So we always got to give Elizabeth Taylor her claps for what she was. What do you think, user 3.5? Would you want a friend like Elizabeth Taylor? Do you have a friend like Elizabeth? No, you don't. You don't have no rich friends. I don't have rich friends, but I have real friends. Okay. Go oh, ahead. Talk, see, talk you, to us. Because she's being it. rude today. She's being rude <laughs> and disrespectful. Go ahead. You have real friends. That's right. That's right. Go ahead. Yeah. You uh-huh. hush. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, son. Go ahead. Um, I say I got real friends because there are some people that, like Michael said, I can just count on one hand probably. And I apparently I know a lot of people. In these 15 years of living. Yeah. Yeah. You want to give them a shout out real quick? What's their names? Um, Don't let what? her rope you into her, her nastiness. Go ahead. One of my friends named Jason. Another one's Kevin and Claire. Claire, are these the people you go to Golden Corral with? The people know all about your no. Golden Corral. Okay, completely oh. different. Oh, so the real friends we don't go to Golden Corral with the real friends. He said completely different. Well, you know, I break it up into sections. <laughs> so he's, he's the problem. He's the problem. Okay, all right. Um, but no, I think you're right. Like 
real friends are hard to come by. You're going to learn that as you continue to get older and you grow in this life because we, we continue to grow. And thank God for Elizabeth Taylor, for Michael Jackson, and thank God for Michael Jackson, for Elizabeth Taylor. Um, user 1.5, I'm going to let you route this in for our first episode. So before we wrap this up, talking about Michael Jackson's first Christmas, and let me not skip the part where Michael and Elizabeth had matching PJs, y'all. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's not gloss over that. Let's spend a couple of minutes on two different facts. Okay. Number one, the matching pajamas and Elizabeth's little dog that Michael claimed he was scared <laughs> of. And two, the number of damn super soakers that they got, that he got. That they got. I, I don't in, even know. I think in three, she drug her husband to this house for this. And good for her. So who was more important to her? I don't remember her husband being in it. It was, was Larry there? was there. Larry Fortensky. <laughs> Larry was there. She took Larry to another man's house. Yeah. To spend the holidays. Because first of all, we clearly I know who it. ran that. <laughs> who, who was the well, captain Larry of that Larry was ship. the poor man, right? Larry was the regular guy. He was a construction worker or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he was regular, regular. Construction workers make money. Not like Elizabeth Taylor money. Uh, uh, who, who's he, making Elizabeth Taylor money? He don't make white diamond money. Who making white diamond money? But they about to start running them commercials in about two weeks. I can't wait. I can't wait. These have always been my favorite. That's the line. Listen. So he, I don't care how much they pay you to uh, 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 put some beams up and pour cement. It don't pay you like Elizabeth Taylor. So that's just a that's a reality. But yeah, she drug him to the house too. Michael was there, of course, and yeah, the matching PJs, silk. He didn't have the silk, he, but you know that was didn't real. have the PJs on. He wasn't a part of the... It was just Michael and... It, it says matching PJs. We're really always talking about a pair. Not a trio. It's a pair. I'm going to get us some matching PJs this year. Jen, you want some PJs? Um, I think we're done. I think at no. this point we're done. We're yeah. going ha- to take pictures, guys. You're making guys. them uncomfortable. No, we're no, we're, we're going to take pictures, guys, so you guys can see them. Uh, and then let's talk about, as we wrap this up, let's talk about the presents under the tree. Okay? So... The one thought that came to my mind as I'm watching Michael unwrap Super Soaker after Super Soaker after Super Soaker was who the hell bought these presents? Because Elizabeth Taylor seemed to be just as surprised as Michael was as she was opening the gifts. When you're rich, because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get there. So, But when you're rich, you tell other people, this is what he likes. This is what she likes. Here's some ideas I have. Go out and manifest. (laughs) Manifest everything I just told you. Bring it back. Let me tell me what you got. Wrap it up. You're right. So that's what you do because you have to delegate. You have to delegate. Assistance and people. How easy is it to shop for Michael Jackson? Easy. What does he want? Super soakers, black loafers, red, (laughs) red shirt. (laughs) Uh, white socks, wig. <laughs> remember when wig? Said, remember when Little Richard said? <laughs> remember, when Little, remember when Little Richard said that Michael had his wig on? No, I don't. <laughs> it's easy. He said it. The point is that it's easy. Little Richard said that his style is. No, I'm not gonna go down. Giving Michael Jackson no. his wig. I'm gonna say that. It's, and they did have similar hairstyles. It they were it was similar. Like the old folks say, it was similar. All right, I think that's enough for day one. Use the one point five. Bring us on in. <laughs> now you getting messy. I just say he would like a nice wig, cause he would. 
All I'm saying is, no, you're going to be Go ahead. Work with the same. Rest in peace, Michael and okay. Lil Richard. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for joining us on day one of our 12 Days of Christmas. For user 1 and user 3.5, I am user 1.5. Join us tomorrow for day two. Day two. Holly jolly, holly jolly.